Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Let's Talk CFL Podcast. Roundtable discussion recorded live on Sunday and Wednesday nights. Visit Let's Talk CFL on Facebook for showtime. Brought to you by the Let's Talk Sports Groups on Facebook. Our partners, LostWorldOnSport.com. Stream live on BlogTalkRadio.com. Hey, good evening, sports fans, and welcome to Let's Talk CFL Podcast, episode number 526. I'm your host, Christopher Jones. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderful. Just had some caramel ice cream, and it's just, uh, mm, mm, mm. anyhow, um, anyhow, well, I don't know, what's moving on, moving on, moving on. What's going on? What's, what have I got to rant about? There's nothing, well, a buddy of mine who lives in 100 Mile, B.C., which is not that far away from me, it's a three-hour drive, but it's, he got six inches of snow last night. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, spring, time to reboot. We, we, we don't have great weather here, but, you know, we don't have six inches of snow. Uh, my snow hasn't melted yet, but it's all over the place. Anyhow, I'm not going to talk weather. We're going to talk about something else. I don't have anything else to talk about, so we're going to talk some football. Let's introduce the boys, and uh, let's get going, get to town here. This is uh, Charles Cliff is open here welcome to the show buddy how are you doing i'm doing well hello everybody and so on and uh wednesday night halfway through the week more than halfway through the week at this point so yes and it was sunny here today now, in the lower mainland we, the, so i like that the, too so we're the 12th of april we got what? three weeks till trading camp is that right uh, roughly yeah that's correct Hmm. Okay. Well, so be it. Don't let's, forget the draft. Let's see what happens. Uh, William. William. Welcome yes, to the show, bud. How are you? I am, I, am, I am here. I am fine. We uh, actually are getting a sprinkling of snow right now. And all my snow was yeah. gone because it's been, it's been 15 here the last three days. So. Well. It, should, it shouldn't last very long. Well. It was seven degrees today and snowing, so I don't understand that. I mean, obviously it didn't stay, but how does that happen? I don't know. It makes no sense. I don't give a shit. I'm just done with it. I'm, I'm taking the roof off my well building right now, and I'm rebuilding it and expanding it and extending it, and I need the roof off, so I'm taking it off tomorrow. And so be it. Whatever the hell fucking happens to it, happens to it. An interesting philosophy. Not sure it's a good one, but what the hell. We'll see what happens. So, yeah, we had some problems here with blog talk again this morning or this afternoon, and uh, we got her up and running, and everything is good, and I'm happy that we have a show on and we have everybody here. So, uh, Rudy, welcome, sir. How are you? Thank you. I'm enjoying the – finally, the nice weather came to Winnipeg. It was 18 today, so – we might float away here, Alpine, but that's 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 a good problem, I guess. We can go outside and enjoy some nice weather. Looking forward to the show tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a show, and uh, Charles built an agenda, sort of. He just kind of confused the shit out of me with it. It was a kind of a last-second thing it's here. A, yeah, but it it, it works. So I'm going to just scroll back up. As long as we don't keep t- 
sending it anything into the chat, I'll be okay. Because every time somebody sent uh, types something into our chat, it goes to the bottom, and I lose where I am. So we'll, we'll have to do this like this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, maybe, I don't know. Never mind. Okay, uh, Hamilton Tiger Cat. Are we going to go right into doing some football here? Are you guys all good with that? Is there anything else you want to discuss before we get going? Because, like, we're, we're cruising. It's only four minutes into the show, and we're talking football. Hmm. Dead silence. That's quick. Why don't you all just say, yeah, no, go ahead. Talk football. Yeah, day out. Let's see some football. Come on, come on, come on. That's why, that's why we're fucking yeah, do that. talking about football. Jesus. <laughs> Silence. Christopher, okay. are you still there? What? If you're not still yeah, there. I'm here. I'm going I'm 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 to start singing. No, 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 no singing, no singing, no singing, no singing. Okay, okay. So where where are we? It was uh, on, I'm here. Yeah, I know. It's in my my thing again. Uh, Hamilton Tigers have a new left tackle on starting running back for the 2023 season. Joe Figueroa and James Butler, both ex BC Lions. Did they spend wisely? They top dollars for these two guys coming in. Um, they want a super or uh, a gray cup and I just don't think it's going to happen. But hey, who's their quarterback again? Oh, Levi Mitchell. Calgary guy. Oh my good lord. Well, I mean, if Butler start runs talking, the somebody effectively. Oh. I, if if Butler uh, runs, the, oh, the, 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 both are the great football. players. Yeah. So I mean, that'll that'll take I mean pressure off Bo to throw the football. So you know what? I think Hamilton will be fine this year. They'll be they'll be they'll be in a great cup. I mean, it's the East Division. They'll be better than Toronto. Toronto Toronto doesn't have a quarterback. So I'm going to say Hamilton will be in the Grey Cup game. Will they win? Um, who knows? That's a million, a hundred thousand dollar question. But I mean, getting out of the East isn't an issue. If you have a half decent football team, it's not hard to get out of the East. No. That's the thing. That's their saving grace, really. Yeah, and then you ca- then you catch fire and you're. <laughs> Although except for Hamilton, they're the only East team that seems not to get have that that magical run that gets them right. ends up in a Grey Cup. They've kind of been the uh, the only team not to have pulled uh, an upset in the last decade. I don't see an upset anymore. It happens almost every second year, every third year. There's an underdog wins it. Yeah. I mean, certainly uh, I, w- I wanted both of those guys back with the Lions, but uh, obviously it didn't happen. But um, you know what? Um, if they certainly are capable of uh, of um, doing um, – 
um, what should we call it? Um, it all depends. Butler, Butler, of course, it'll depend. Is only as good as the uh, off the offensive line of Hamilton, which of course Joel Figueroa is part of. Uh, but you know what? They're more than capable of doing that. So uh, as long as he goes, I, I can see both of them having uh, big years coming up. Well, and you, and you play Ottawa and Montreal, what, seven or eight times? That's going to help. Yeah, that's the thing. Yep. So. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess Ottawa will be. Ottawa might win a few more games, but they're not going to do anything special, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, Ottawa. Yeah. I just, yeah, I can't see them doing all that much, to be perfectly honest, because they're just, uh, they're going to be better, I think, but just not good, not not better, not enough better uh, that they're going to, well, yeah. the thing is, in the East, you all kind of bets are off because there's no real strong team out of the East, and there's a lot of teams in the East that, that struggle. So. Yeah. I don't know, like, I, go 8 and 10. Probably gets you a home playoff game, the semifinal. Yeah, it probably does. Even nine to nine. Mm-hmm. So then you win that East semifinal yeah. and you feel good about yourself, and then the next thing you know, you're you're playing good football. I mean, whereas you're a West team, nine and nine might get you to the playoffs, or it'll get you a crossover, and you have to go play on the road. So that's that's a tough. It's not the easiest route. Um, but, I mean, I guess, you know, if Hamilton, if Hamilton wins, it's good for them. They've had a lot of heartbreaks, so if they get into the Great Cup, another one at home. I, I couldn't see them losing another Great Cup at home. I, I, If they get to the Great Cup, you've got to think they would they'd bring it home. Ninety-five percent oh, of all teams lose the Grey Cup at work. home. How many? What's that? Okay. How much? I said like 95% of the teams never win the Grey Cup at home. Uh, that's not quite accurate. It's really, really rare. No, I think it it's might really be. really rare for a football, it, for it a football team to win a Grey Cup at home. It's rare. And, and it happened like three times in a row. Back in 2011, 2012, 2013. And that was like the first time that that had happened ever in the CFL. The three teams won it at home in a row. Right. It's, it's yeah, really, yeah, really rare. In fact, BC, BC has done it more than any other team, and they've done it twice or three times. Mm-hmm. Well, they've also hosted more. They've hosted a lot of great cups, too. So um, the Owls, the Owls, BC actually seven has seven. the. The Alston '77, yeah, the ice, the ice, the ice bowl. They won. They beat Edmonton. Yeah, they've done that, and then the, it didn't happen again until BC won in 1994, with a lot the next time that a team won at home. Yeah, BC had a chance. And we had that weird string, though. Yeah. yeah. We had that weird and string, though, where it was like it, it, BC went at home 2011, Toronto won at home in 2012, yeah. Saskatchewan at home 2013. Yeah. Was that well? Right. 
So right. it's more than ninety five percent of the lose that that win that winning percentage is like more like sounds like it's almost fifty fifty. Montreal lost at home in two thousand eight to Calgary. What are you talking about fifty fifty? The majority of teams do not win the football game at home. Okay. Wow. Like I don't. I last I, last year, Toronto and Winnipeg were in Mosaic, so Saskatchewan didn't win this game at home. Okay. The year before it was at Tim Horton Field, which Hamilton lost at home. Okay. Before that, it was at McMahon Stadium. Winnipeg beat Hamilton. Calgary wasn't in it. Commonwealth. Calgary and Ottawa. Oh, Calgary okay, won. Okay. Okay. You're, GD play. Ninety-five percent of the on, games I, are not won at home. But I'm talking about when 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 the, when the host team gets in. I'm not talking about like from the start. I'm talking if the if the host team gets into the Great Cup, what's their record? Their overall record. That's what I'm saying. Uh, all I'm saying is that it's extremely rare for a football team to win oh. at home. Okay. Well, Very mean, like rare. They go from the start of this. Yeah. Like to get like to get to the Great Cup game. Right now, and we're then, talking yeah, about that, Hamilton making it to the playoffs. Yeah. To the Grey Cup, to winning the Grey Cup, the odds of that happening are yeah, astronomical. That, yeah, not 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 in an eight, not in a in a nine team league when you play in the East Division. They don't, they don't have to win one game to get to the final. So your odds are that's a good bet. Their odds of getting to the Grey Cup are very What's a good are very bet? good out of East. That's a good bet if it. Their odds no, they're not to get to. They're, to get to, I, I, you, well, they're no. better than Ottawa. They're, no. You're, you're they're better than Ottawa, better than Montreal. With possibility. Well, but I'm just looking at the I'm looking at <laughs> the teams they have to play and 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 the path they're going through. I'm not just using uh, a general a general percentage. Ottawa does not have a harder time to the Grey Cup than Montreal does. Montreal doesn't have a harder time to the Grey Cup than Hamilton because they all are weak teams. Any team in the Hamilton's East right now could be in the Grey Cup. Hamilton's there in both Montreal and Ottawa. At, at this same, point same in time, that's an opinion. It's an opinion. Okay? <sighs> Nothing, nothing we know right now is going to happen. We don't even know if Bo Levi Mitchell's going to make it out of training camp, okay? And if he doesn't, where the fuck is Hamilton? Mm-hmm. Ready? Well, you're convinced that Bo Levi Mitchell going to get hurt. Like any so team, everybody else. you're in big trouble. You lose your starter, you're in trouble. But you're already convinced right, that he's not going to finish Mo- the season. You're, you've already written him off. You've written Bowley Lee Mitchell off from the start of the year. You said he's not going to do anything. So it's like you're already he, – he's dead. And that's you. why I'm saying that, that, that it's made- an opinion. It, it's, it's an opinion that he's going to complete the yeah. season. It's an opinion that he's not going to complete the season. At this point in time, I don't believe Hamilton is in any better shape than any other team in the Eastern Division because that's who their quarterback is. Well, I mean, okay. Ottawa. And so Montreal, I'm not going to say that Hamilton is in better shape than Ottawa right now because they're not. In my opinion, they actually have Jeremiah Mazzoli, who odds of completing the season are crippled. greater 
than Bo Levi Mitchell finishing the season. Um, and he, he may Mazzoli's be because he's 33 years old coming back from a serious injury. Mazzoli's in big trouble. That knee injury did, is not not pretty. Well, we haven't heard we'll anything see. about whether or not he's he's good, bad, or ugly right now. Well, the, the knee injury I've been was told that he is, he's, he's 100% and he's ready to play football and he's ready to take Ottawa to the promised land. That's the only thing that I've heard out of Ottawa. I've never heard that he's 90%, that he's got lingering effects, that he's, he's anything other than perfectly healthy, which I don't believe, but that's not the point. Okay, no, I, I Chad Kelly be an amazing Hamilton. quarterback. Unbelievable. At this point in time, I don't think Hamilton is in any better shape than any other team in the East. I think they made enough moves. With the possibility of Montreal, because they got Cody Fajardo as a quarterback. I have, I have no hope for have, Montreal this year. I mean, Bowley by Mitchell is better so, than Chad Kelly. No. I, Easily. If, if you're thinking of, of, if you are thinking of the bow of old, yes. Mm-hmm. But we have old bow now. Okay? Big difference. Big difference. Old bow got. There's far more upside right now. There's far more upside to Chad Kelly than there is to Bowley by Mitchell. Far uh, more we'll upside. We'll see what Chad Kelly can do. We'll see what he can do as a starter. Uh, that's on, Ooh, on We will. <laughs> You're right. And everybody's putting him down here. And he's got a lot more upside than everybody else is putting Bo Levi Mitchell up in the 90% range here. And they expect him to go up to 100%? No. But Chad Kelly's at 30%. And if he goes to 60%, he's got far more upside than Bo Levi Mitchell. Do you understand percentages? In a, yeah, for next year or the year, but I, for this year, I think I think Bull, Bull will be fine this year. That's my opinion. I think he'll be fine. They had a good old line. Well, well, okay, they have, a, they have a running back. Th- thank you for that opinion, William. I want you in here. Talk well, to I, me, my I friend. Really, You're a Calgary really, Stampeder really, fan. You're I a really, Bo Levi Mitchell really, fan. I really, really hate when you say everybody because that includes me. Okay, and I don't think Bo's going to be very good this year. He wasn't very good last year. He got pulled halfway through the season. And there's nothing that shows me that he's going to be any better. And Correct. And if you, if you think about it, think about past history. Let's, let's think about past history for a little bit. Okay, um... Once again, I'm talking system as opposed to player, okay? Every quarterback who's left Calgary in the last 10 years, have they done well or not? Well, Henry Burns is really bad. No, no. Well, remember Nick Arbuckle, okay? Remember him? He was that guy who won six games when Bo Levi was hurt. And has he yeah, won he's a backup in Ottawa. Since? Has he won six games since he left Calgary? No. That's my question. Okay. So, I don't know. I uh, I don't think Bo's going to do that well, especially especially with, with not with Hamilton. 
Yeah, they have a running. You know what? It depends. If they uh, run the ball, because I think uh, the BC back is pretty good, and if they have a decent old line James and Butler. they run the ball, I think I think they'll be good. Sprinkle bow in between. Well, that's, that scenario made Gary Durant look good. Right. Sprinkle bow in between, and he can be effective. Maybe. Let's see what his arm's like. Because it wasn't very good last year, and I don't... I just don't think it's going to be any good this year. You know what? It's not very often Calgary gives up on guys, especially a guy who was their franchise player. So I personally expected Bo to be in Calgary. I expected Bo to be in Calgary until he retired and became a coach. Well, that hasn't happened. And obviously Calgary didn't want him to play for a couple more years. They see something that they don't see. And, And to go with, a guy who now has half a season of CFL experience, there's got to be something wrong with both. That's my thought. And we'll see. We'll see. Bo could be the best quarterback in the you CFL know, this year. If well, if Jake hurt. Mayer had came in last year, if Jake Mayer came in yes. last year and absolutely lit the league on fire and was an unbelievable quarterback and – Lightning in a bottle. I wouldn't be so much down on Bo Levi Mitchell, but Mayer came in was mediocre, and Bo sat on the sidelines, and he struggled, and he was terrible, and he should have been pulled, but they didn't. Bo Levi Mitchell sat on the sidelines. He's not a hundred percent. He's not even sixty percent. I I don't even know if he's going to pass the physical for Hamilton this year. Yeah, he'll pass the physical, but we'll see. We'll see, because don't forget, don't forget, it took them eight games before they put Mayor in. So that tells you that Mayor wasn't that great either. So, and you guys all laugh at me. You guys all laugh at me when I put Calgary in fifth place in the West this year. Well, there's a reason for my craziness, okay? No, that's that's fair. Well, I, Calgary, I, I know uh, I, I I understand and respect that. I do. I just don't think Calgary's that bad of a team. Yeah. Well, I've been saying that. I'm since, just looking uh, at Saskatchewan and going five. Been, what a train wreck. I've been saying that. I've been saying that since 2018, uh, Christopher. Okay. What's that? That Calgary's not a bad team. A train wreck? Bup- no, no, but they've but done butt kiss since 2018. Okay. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Don't even know if they've won a playoff game. Don't think they've won a playoff game. No, they haven't won a playoff game. No, they haven't done anything since Dickinson took over as coach. No, that's not true. He was they the won coach in 2018. 18. Pretty close. He was in 2018. And he was in the Grey Cup in it 17. It was really close. And he was in the Grey Cup in 16. And... and and Rudy, he, he hasn't been coached that long, has he? Up, so. yes, he, he, blew, he, blew, uh, he gave that great. He gave that great cup away. He bet he had Ottawa. He must have bet Ottawa. <laughs> okay, Charles, I want you coming in here and talking yes? about this. Hamilton, what are your thoughts and predictions for them this year? Do you think they're going to have the mighty bow take them to the, the promised game. land? I know. I, think I just brought you if, back in. I 
I think if Bo stays healthy, they will likely win the East. But that's a really, really big if. Because I think even a somewhat uh, healthy uh, Bo Levi Mitchell is probably better than pretty much anyone else in the East if he's healthy. That, but the if is a big caveat. Can he stay healthy? That's what I'm not sure about. Um, I, I think they. I honestly think Jeremiah Mazzoli is a better QB. Mm, uh, I don't. I can't say that he's better. One, he doesn't stay healthy, and two, I think Bully by Mitchell has played more consistently. Yeah, but don't forget. Is it is it the I'm player not- or the system? But don't forget, Hamilton's getting into the Grey Cup because Jagarin Davis is playing for Hamilton this year. So they're going to the Grey Cup regardless of who their quarterback is. Did they sign him again? Yes. Oh, okay. They did. I thought Toronto did. Yes, they did. No, no, he was in Toronto last year. Yes, I know. And they went to the Grey Cup and won. And they went to the Grey Cup and won. <laughs> so... Have won. I think okay. there's only one free agent you should try and sign in the off season, and that's to Garrett Davis, because you're guaranteed getting into the Grey Cup. It's just one of those things. Okay, okay. Ty Cats paid top dollar for left tackle Joe Figueroa, dynamic running back James Butler. Did they spend their money wisely? I don't know. Two great pieces for their team, 100%. Just not sure that team is going anywhere. Okay. Now, this this next article here, we're all over the map with these, so that's okay. We're going to have fun with it. Uh, it is really confusing to me. It's going to have to be in the same order. I know, but it's a challenge for me like that. So I'm going to try to do them in order, and we'll see what happens. This one I don't understand the legal ramifications of. I don't understand how they possibly can do this. But Simon Fraser alumni have to file B.C. Supreme Court injunction to reinstate the football program. Can anybody tell me how? That will happen. This, uh, under, that the legal ramifications of this are astronomical. How do you file an injunction into a university that is canceling their football program? Okay, we're not going to cancel a pro- <laughs> program, but we're not going to spend a nickel on it. Okay? You have no budget. Okay, that didn't work. Let's go, okay. We don't have any management or coaches. We fired them all. But we have an injunction that says that you have to play football. Okay, you have an injunction that you have to play football. But you weren't invited to the conference you were in last year, which was the Lone Star Conference of the NCAA Division II. Okay, you can't play football there. So where are you supposed to play football? But the court says that you have to play football. Where are you going to play football? It doesn't make sense. Are they going to play Can West? Are they going to play U Sports? Are they going to... But nobody's given them an invitation, and they haven't applied to anywhere. How can well, you file a, an injunction to reinstate the football program? It makes no fucking sense. 
Yeah, this is really weird. I found this weird, too. So they're, the alumni are suing the school? And and do you know who the head of the you know who the head of the alumni alumni is? Doug Brown. Uh, no. No. Okay. Your, who your, is it? Your favorite your favorite commentator, Christopher Jones. Glenn oh, Suter. Glenn Suter. Yes. Yeah, it says that Doug Brown oh. and Glenn Suter have spoken up on their disappointment. Yes, he's been very vocal about it. I've been listening to lots of Saskatchewan radio lately, and he's been vo- very vocal about it. Now, I I keep on hearing all kinds of misinformation because I was talking to my brother about this mm-hmm. on the weekend, and he and he said one of the reasons they canceled was because they don't have a conference. They were not invited back to the conference this year. But I also That's heard. Correct. But I also heard today that the schedule was already made up for them to be included in the conference. So I don't know. I don't know who's telling the truth and who's not telling the truth. So I, I don't know. Well, even in this article know. here that we just came up, it says the Lone Star yeah. Conference announced it would not renew its football agreement with the school. Okay. Okay. So I, I, do they want to play, you know, do they want to play? You see, once again, once again, okay, so this decision was not made overnight, right? Like it wasn't just a I would hope, I would hope not. Okay, but they've been signing players to play football, which is, which is pretty fucking scummy in my mind, okay? Because now these guys, have no place else to go because other teams have already spent their probably already spent their their uh, scholarships on other players. Shot, you said no. Shot their right? wad. Yep. So it's kind of disgusting on 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 their part. You know what I mean? I, I'm not defending SFU here. I just don't like them. Okay. No, I do like the clan. Okay. Simon Fraser is my favorite team. Okay. That's not the point. What I, I don't like what they have done, how they have done it. I, I think it was very shady. I don't think that they tried all of the options to play football this year. I think they just used this as an excuse to cancel the program. Yep. Well, didn't, didn't the, way the president it like say, that right now? But didn't she, she didn't even send a, uh, like, she didn't even try and apply for uh, youth sports. She said it was too complicated, and that was it. So there's no attempt to be – so how can you sue and make them play in a, in a youth sport in Can West if there's no application for them? Like, I mean, youth sports isn't to blame with, on this. Well, I would think, my understanding uh, is that – when they went to NCAA the last time, because they've gone twice now, right? They came back and then they went down yeah. again. And they, the last time, U Sports said, "You're not coming back." 
you you know you, you're, you're you're over the line on scholarships. You can, you can't come back. These are the reasons why you're never you're not coming back. So if those are the cases, so then when I do want to come back, am I going to take my hat in hand and go back and grovel to them? They've already said no fucking way. Right? And everybody's defending U Sports saying, well, no, SFU didn't even ask them. Well, why would they ask them when they've been told point blank that it's not going to happen? Well, at least I'm, try. I'm not defending the, the SFU right now. I, I'm not defending them. But, and, you know, you, you could reach out and have a communications with them and find out what the possibilities or options are. But, that didn't happen. It just, they just said, fuck it. Shut her down. And sometimes that's the best thing. But like Will says, you, you, you've, wrecked, you've wrecked the careers of, of a lot of people. A lot of people now have to go and find football. What do you do with a quarterback from SFU right now when every university in Canada already has one, two, and three quarterbacks? What's he going to do? Is he going to go run to an American school? Maybe. And on, and on top of that, SFU are only going to give the guys that have signed with them, they're only going to give them one year of their scholarship, and they have to find someplace else to go. So that's even oh, worse. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so they can really stay in school for this really coming healthy? year. They just don't play football. Mm-hmm. They should be suing the university. Yeah, not the, the alumni. Players. So comes back to yeah. the original question here. How how can the alumni sue the university in Supreme Court to reinstate the football Chris, program? Chris, Chris, Christopher, you can get a whole bunch of yes. fucking lawyers together. You can get a whole bunch of lawyers together. And they can fucking sue anything, okay? So that's how they're doing it. <laughs> I, I understand that. I don't understand how you can accomplish anything. Except you're, you know, billing hours. If that's how the lawyers work. That's exactly the perfect scenario for, for, for the lawyer. The only success here is going that. to be billable hours. There's going to be no winner. I hope the Supreme Court looks at this petition and throws it out. Says, "What are we supposed to do? Don't be yeah, ridiculous. I mean, Get out of here." I just, I just see, I just don't see how they have standing. That's what I don't get because, I mean, they're well, alumni. They're not. Really, SFU going uh, the football doesn't really affect these people. I mean, yeah, I know well, they're not at all alumni, but still, you know, and, and that's this is a schedule? word that really freaks me out. The the alumni, the word alumni, really bothers me because you guys have left. Go home. It's like old employees. Why does an old employee? care what goes on in that business. It makes no sense to me. Right. You know, I fired your ass or you 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 quit. You're gone away. Gone. You're somewhere else. You moved on. Shut up. 
go away. Don't bother me. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. And it was it's no difference. And remember when Alex Singleton left the Calgary Stampeders and went down to the NFL and all he did was badmouth the thing? I, it, it, it just shut up. Fuck off. Go away. You've left. You've gone on to greener pastures. What's behind you is of no concern. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with these alumni. I, I don't understand why alumni think they're so important. But obviously these well, guys do. Well, in the United do. States they are. It's different. In the United States, they're important. They, they, they carry a lot of weight and money, but in Canada, not as much. Yeah. It, it's not that they carry a lot. They're not more important in the States. They donate more money in the States. Okay. Well, gives them. And yes, I understand what you're saying, but what it, it has to do with the fact that these guys just donate money to the university to keep the, and that's how the university stays afloat. Is the alumni is the donations from the rich alumni? Cool. That's not what we're talking about here. This, this, I, I'm conf- totally and completely confused by this one. William, do you have any insight? I told you my insight. Lawyers can sue for anything. Yeah, and that's I know. what it's going to be all about. Okay? True. And, and yeah, and then you get you get football alumni involved in there, and they're stupid. Oh, did I say that? Sorry, they're not the brightest guys on the face of the earth. And so I'm just saying, that's, you know. But I, but I, you don't do, have confidence in Glenn Suter. Well, I do. <laughs> I do. I do like that Glenn. I do like that Glenn Suter is looking out for players playing for that university because that's what he's doing and I've heard a couple I've heard him on the radio a couple of times and he is really really pissed off okay he's had nothing to say about the chick who runs the the university's program okay he's had nothing but bad things to say about her so you know whatever let's see how it plays out I don't think it's going to work but hey who, who knows if you've got nothing to say, good say about the program, why are you trying to save it? Well, yeah, but he's trying to save it because he's an alumni. And oh, yeah, I don't there. see the yeah, but. And, and, and don't forget, okay, so I know this is not going to be a, this is not going to be a big thing for you, Christopher, but um, they've had the most, the most, players drafted into the CFL. Okay. I, I think it's like two I think it's like two hundred players and a hundred and fifty of them have actually played in the CFL. So it's a it's a pretty big supplier for the CFL. If you think about it. It, it is. They're they are they are a dominant force. I'm, no question yeah. about it. They're not successful on the field, not in NCAA. Nope. But if they came back to U Sports, they'd probably mop the floor with them. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe mind, not. I Who knows? Mind, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing it and see what happens. Happens. Hundred percent. I, 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 I would like to see that. I'd like. To, I mean, I have been a fan of the clan for for. Since I was a small child, 
It's where I wanted to play football. And then when I got the opportunity, I didn't take it. I've been a fan of the Klan, too, for an awful long time. Different Klan, Will. Different Klan. (laughs) I'm I'm Scottish, okay? I'm talking about the, the, the McDonald's Klan, okay? Come on. What are you talking yes, about? Yes, you're a Scotsman. You, 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 you Actually, people did, didn't you tell me you're something always. else? You're French or I'm something? French Canadian. I'm French Canadian, sir. So, yeah. there you go. So am I. And I married one. Yeah, I know you married one. Okay. Um I'm, we're going to move on from this because I, it, it, I just I'm dumbfounded by it. I just I it can't it doesn't comprehend what's happening there. I, I, uh, it, but I want to hear more about my opinion. Something that Glenn Tudor is going to do. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Okay, I, I did you read these articles, Charles? Before, or did you just uh, post them? Because I'm curious I mean, what the... Literally, I was just doing it. I was doing it last second, really, because uh, I've been on okay. a long yeah, day, no, so I was trying to get something else about... just to talk about. Honesty works for me. But I really want to know more about this deal with Rudderstack. CFL enters into partnership with American data platform vendor Rudderstack. What is that? It uh, it is what it is. It's Rudderstack. Um, they're a um, they're like a who data are they? vendor. They're an American okay. uh, data company, basically. They're like a data. I believe okay. they're going to be doing. Um, I don't know. They're basically the they're the ones that specialize in real cloud, real time data. And cloud data, a lot of it has to do with, uh, you know, I think like real-time stats. They're also going to be doing stuff with the, uh, uh, like, um, merchandising and stuff like that. So it gives them real-time data on sales, on all sorts of different things. They're based in San Francisco. They're a cloud data, uh, real-time uh, to cloud data warehouse and conducting uh, analysis and stuff like that on uh, different things. So it's going to help with their marketing. It's going to help with uh, their guys that look after um, some of the, uh, you know, the data concerning sales of um, merchandise. Uh, like I said, I think they also are going to be doing stuff with the uh, with statistics and stuff like that, trying to keep it more in like a, a real-time statistics and so on, because uh, I know a lot of people have uh, complained about that. So, uh it's all it's all to do with online, uh, you know, information for the fans and so on. It said that Rudderstack will okay. allow the well, league to push its boundaries and give fans what they want and deserve. Uh, CFL experience to truly call their own. So Rudderstack is going to get rid of the ratio? Well, that I don't think they're going to do. Well, it says that they're going to push the boundaries and give fans what they really want. And deserve is better football. Well, okay, they can sorry. try, but a bunch of homers will complain about it. Yeah. Glenn Suter will complain about it. Uh, 
Uh, then he'll take him to court. <laughs> apparently, that's what he does now. Okay. If something happens he doesn't like, they just, uh, he's going to take him to court. Don't complain about his broadcasting anymore, or you'll end up in a courtroom. Well, there's a possibility in that. I think I've got to turn the heat up in this room here a little bit. It's chilly. <sighs> okay. Um, yeah. That's a little unusual. I'm happy for it. I mean, I mean, this is something that the uh, Genius Sports was started with, right? This is that this was brought into uh, Genius Sports yes. went out and got this rudder sh- stack and brought them in and said that you guys should go with these guys. And then the CFL's chief revenue and marketing officer, which is Tyler Mazaru, uh, said, "Hey, this is great. Let's do it." So now there's a partnership. So I, I'm confused. This is. This isn't a partnership in this aspect of things. This is this company is taking money from the CFL to do this, right? I believe so. Yes. They, they've entered into a contract. They haven't entered into a partnership. No. Partnership is you do something, I do something, and we 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 move forward together. Okay. No, this is uh, we're uh, going to do something. A contract and you're is give us money you do, do something it. and I pay you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the CFL is spending money they don't have. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. I'm just I'm, I'm I'm glad we're on the same page on that one, right? Okay. Rudy, have you seen anything interesting about this? Have you? Is this new to you? Is this uh, uh, you've been it's following new. this I one closely? I'm... No, it's say, you know what? It's one of those CFL things that will probably fizzle out, and we'll never hear anything about it again. But you know, maybe it'll make a half decent app or something. I don't know. Is that what they do? Like, there's no real good CFL app, is there? No. You know, no, it went away about three years this. ago, just before COVID. Yeah, like it's it's kind of embarrassing, like like it's extremely embarrassing. Yeah. But you, you know, you go look at your stats and data; they're 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 wrong. They're 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 terrible. So maybe oh, this is something yeah. that these guys are actually going to do, where we 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 actually can get some of this information. So yeah, okay, well maybe yeah. maybe good. Let's hope for the best. William? Is, it, yeah. is there some wisdom here? Nah, this is a, this is a willy, I don't give a fuck. When, okay, when good. I'm going to move on with that. When they come out with it, then we'll talk about it. But they, they talk about it, and that's it. I really want to talk about the next article that was on that was on Charles' agenda. Okay, I got lots to say about that one. Yeah, we'll get there right away. See, Genius Sports has been around for, what, a year now? A little more than a year? This is the first thing that I've heard that they've done. And it's, it, I, I don't know what they've done. So, you know, both of these things look to me as a waste of money because they're paying Genius Sports to put a, a plan together, and this is the best they've come up with so far. 
so I'm not really yeah. impressed with either of these um, statements or storylines or whatever. Okay, we're going to go with the next one here because Will was so excited about it, chomping at the bit. Alowitz are confident. Quarterback Cody Fajardo out to prove that 2022 was an anomaly. I... But, uh, hang on, isn't an anomaly usually a good thing? No, anomaly uh, means something out of the ordinary, basically. So if you have a shitty season, that's an anomaly? If you've had like 10 good seasons... Then usually an anomaly is something better than average. Mm. To me, that that's the way it's always taken to me. Is it, An anomaly is something that's no. better than average on a single, single right. thing. So it can actually no, go the no, other no. way as well, no. is what you're telling no, me. That's, you can go the other way, too. Yeah. Yeah, it could wow. be good or okay. bad. So he's basically what, what saying that he's had... Saying, yes. What they're saying is, is his shitty, horrible, disgusting, gross season last year is an anomaly, and it's not going to happen again. I think 2019 was the anomaly. But we know it will. Yes, I agree with you, Christopher. Who did he really beat in 2019? Like You? Every quarterback well, was hurt. No, 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 no. He didn't beat anybody, Rudy. If he hadn't hit the goalpost with the ball, they would have won it all, man, I'm telling you. No. That was never going to be a completion. He should have won that game by. He should have won. That was that was not going to be complete. But anyways, um, he had five turnovers to work with in the first half. He should have won that. The Riders should have been up three or four touchdowns in that in the first half. That was a gift draft for him, and he didn't take advantage. Mm-hmm. It was gift, absolutely. It was gift wrap. It, it was gift wrap for Winnipeg. It's just a fact. They didn't win that game. It was given to them. Okay. So he's got a chip on his shoulders. He's out to prove that he is going, he, he is the best QB in the CFL because that kind of, like Phil Miller, right? I mean, let's, let's face facts. I mean, Phil calls him, calls him as he sees him. And he said that Cody Fajardo is the best quarterback in the CFL. And uh, we just haven't seen it yet. So he's just he's ready to flourish, <laughs> and he's ready to come out on his own. And I, I don't think was t- he wasn't that good in 2021, was he? No, he was. Uh, he was whining about his receivers all year in 2021 too. Remember, you said they weren't they weren't, they weren't nine, fighting they were for not, enough. They were nine and long they were nine and five in they were nine and five in 2021. Nine and five. That's not bad. But just hang on, bear with me here for a second, because this is this is something important here. Passing season filter, twenty twenty one, go filter results. In twenty twenty one, Cody Fajardo was number three. 
Mike Riley was number one. Zach Claris was number two. Cody Fajardo was number three. Bo Levi Mitchell was four. Jeremiah Mazzoli was five. Bethel Thompson was six. Trevor Harris, seven. Vernon Adams, eight. Taylor Cornelius, nine. And Caleb Evans. Jake Mayer is way down there, too. Okay, so, okay, and then 2022, he dropped a little bit to fifth place. But he actually got more yards. Oh, because it was a longer season, wasn't it? Okay. Yes. I don't think 2022 was an anomaly. I just don't think he was that good of a quarterback in either of those two years. Um, 2019 is the anomaly where he actually did well. I tend to agree. See, Cody Fajardo was the number one quarterback in 2019. Number one. Yes, but you also have to put a bit of an asterisk on that season because remember, if you remember correctly, 2019. Well, he's the only one that didn't get hurt. That is, well, no, no, he wasn't the starter. Zach Polaris was the starter at the beginning of the year, and he got hurt after three plays. Right, he's the first three plays. That is correct. Yeah, first three plays. So he was he was what did you say third overall because everybody else was fucking hurt, okay? Yeah, he was first, number one. There you go. Trevor Harris was number two, and he only played thirteen games. Uh-huh. Bo was hurt for the first one, eight games that season, or first. Yeah, something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, Nick Arbuckle yeah. came in and played. Okay, well, so um, here, so so do I get to give you my take on Cody Fajardo? Because I saw a lot last year. I saw a lot about Cody Fajardo last year. By all means, number yeah, number one, on number one. I never thought he was a starting quarterback in the first place. Okay. He was in BC in 2018, and he was far from a starting quarterback. So, agreed. So, last year, they claimed that he wasn't as effective because in the second game of the season, he hurt his knee. Okay, so if 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 you're if you're a running quarterback and you hurt your knee, and you're still going to play, I would say what you should do is throw the ball. Well, guess what? Cody Fajardo can't throw the fucking ball. That's why he's always relying on his legs. Yep. Okay? It's the true sign yep. of a quarterback who can run. He never tried to develop as a passer, okay? He blamed his receivers last year. He blamed uh, guys going after Everything. his knee. We discovered last year Cody Fajardo is also not a team player. He's got a nope. big mouth, i.e., I'll compare him to Bo Levi Mitchell. Did you hear Bo Levi Mitchell complain once about sitting on the bench? You did not. Okay? Okay. End of hey, the... Hang on. I... Uh, end of story? Is what you're going to say? No, no. I wasn't done yet, but go ahead. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say that I think 
Bolivar Mitchell didn't say a fucking word because he knew he wasn't capable of playing. That if he was healthy, he would have been screaming from the rooftops about him not playing football. Well, of course, so of course he him taking but, the high ground but, wasn't because he's a better person. It was because he knew he couldn't play. Oh, oh fuck off. He's a way better person than Cody Fajardo ever will be. Because every time Cody Fajardo opens his mouth, I don't like him. You don't well, like him. Stupid things come not up. A, he's not a likable guy. Okay? He's a bitch, if you will. And so... Danny Machocho said in that article that him and uh, Anthony Calvillo watched every single pass of Cody Fajardo's last year, and and they're going to get a good quarterback. Montreal is fucked if they're going to rely on Cody Fajardo. Well, also, okay. what, do, what do they have around them? What do they have around them? I mean, Saskatchewan had a, at least had a half-decent team around them for a few years. Montreal... Doesn't have well, they, a lot. Well, they got they got William Standback. They got William Standback as a re- running back. He's number one in the league, in my they, opinion. Yeah, but they they lost some players off their old line, did they not? They lost receivers. A couple guys left. They lost. They lost Lewis too. Don't forget, he's making six hundred and fifty-seven million dollars in Edmonton next year. I think. So, so they they lost they lost to they lost they lost win they lost Winicky lost Winicky as well. Okay, so yeah, he's not gonna have he's not gonna have much to throw at. But it doesn't matter if he's got anything to throw at. He's not a good quarterback. And then let's top it all off. He, he had he's gonna have the same offensive coordinator he had last year in Montreal, and it's not gonna work. Okay, as a head coach now. So, and and of course, you know, Christopher, I know you believe that uh, Anthony Calvillo is the best quarterback that ever played in the CFL. So he might be able to teach Cody some tricks. What do you think? Ah, <laughs> uh, William, there are days that I truly do love you. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm picking. No, there's no I'm fucking picking, hope in I'm, Montreal this I'm year. There's Montreal, no fucking hope. I'm picking. I'm picking Montreal last in the East this year. So, yeah, that's, that's where question, I have them. Question is: Are they going to be at the bottom of the East, or are they going to be at the bottom of the league? Is there going to be anybody worse in the West? Well, the bottom of the East is the same as the bottom of the league. Yeah, okay. Uh, they're, not, they're not a good team. They're not going to be a good team. And, and you know what? It is. It is too bad that the ownership didn't come in so late because they might have they might have done better in free agency. You never know. You never know. You kind of got you kind of got to have a little bit of uh, sympathy for them for that. I mean, they were in a very difficult yeah, situation during free agency. 
I mean, I have without I have question. Sympathy. They 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 got I the have, wrong end of the stick there. I have sympathy for them, anyways, because they got Danny Machocha and Jason Moss. Okay, so. <laughs> How often is Jason Moss going to get pissed off at the... He's probably already throwing his headset, just practicing for the season. Throwing his headset down. What's the Caterade thing? Oh, oh, I had a rant today. I had a rant today and I blew it. You blew it. Uh, Give me a second. No, 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 no. Continue. Let's let's do something here. Um, well, we don't get to hear about your rent. Yeah, I gotta find it. It's it's important. Talman, that's it. Okay, so Harvey Talman died in 2023. He is the founder of Princess Auto in Winnipeg. I don't know if you've heard about him. When was he born? 1923. I don't know. He, he okay. died four months shy of his 100th birthday. Kind of the Betty White syndrome here. But, I mean, it's Princess Auto. I mean, you guys aren't motorheads or anything like that. It's obvious because, you know, Princess Auto is kind of a, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's a, well, it's an auto It's the cheap store. Chinese tool things. Well, no, it's, it's tools. It's, it's pretty much always tools. Uh, they do have uh, hydraulics and compressors and, and a whole pile of other things, but it's all it's all Chinese made. It's all cheap bottom end type of stuff, yeah. and you buy it because it's cheap, and you know it's not going to last. But you know, you're buying. I bought a new motor for my sawmill from Princess Auto because it was 180 bucks, and I can throw it away and get another one for 180 bucks. I can't fix you know a Honda for that. Um, anyhow. But I just thought it was kind of cool that I'm looking at the thing, and it says he was born in 1923, and he died in, in 2023. And it's kind of sad. Anyhow, that was my little rant at the beginning. It was going to be a shout-out to uh, Harvey Talman. I'm surprised here Rudy okay. didn't jump up knowing that this is a, a hometown boy here. <laughs> he had a good chef the 100 years. He, he was old when you were born. He was old when you born. You were born. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's get back to where I was. Okay, I think we're done on Cody Fajardo. I'm pretty sure nobody thinks that this guy's a quality quarterback. The anomaly. Uh, I think this is hilarious that he says that 2022 was the anomaly. I would say 2019 was. Ooh. And uh, I, I think I got some agreement on that. So let's just. Uh, rock and roll and move over to 
The other big story about the Alouettes, which is general manager Danny Machocha, more than convinced. Okay, that 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 sta- is that an oxymoron? Is that, you know more than convinced? I'm convinced. I'm more than convinced. How can you be more than, more than convinced? I guess. CFL expansion team. CFL expansion team would work in Quebec City. Well, let me tell you, no owner, no stadium, unknown fan support. Government's not really on base. They could be. Nobody's asked them. Um, instead of calling it Quebec I City, it, could we just refer to it as Halifax 2.0? No, I, I think it, it would turns be off I think, similar. I think it would be stronger in Quebec than it would be in Halifax. 100% I don't think it would so. Be. I agree. It would. Oh, I, I would just without, without question, Quebec City is probably the only other city in Canada that would have a chance of having a football team survive. I don't think there's another city in Canada that we, we could move, expand to. Quebec City would be the I closest thing. This, yeah. And the, what's holding them back right now is they're, they're holding off a CFL team because they're trying to get an NF, NHL team back. So their their focus that city's focus is on hockey right now. I've never really understood that. I think they would have already done football. Do both. I question. I think there's football fans in Quebec City, but are they CFL football fans? I don't think they are. I don't think there's. I think there's more CFL football fans in Halifax, which is both, not a lot. But I think Quebec's completely dead. There's not even one Facebook page. Of, of Quebec CFL football fans or anything. I don't I hear anything. Um, so, I don't. Well, that, I, really? I'm in about three there. of them. There's nothing there. Okay. CFL from Quebec. I'll have to find it. Um, and there's no, well, there's no. You don't speak either, French, so. do you? No. But like a Quebec City, an actual like something like like a, a grassroots. Let's get a franchise in Quebec City. I, I send me the like link. I said. There's nobody is trying right now for the simple fact is they're they're focused on getting hockey. That's kind of stalled right now be though because the NHL. I would. The NHL. Yeah. Uh, the the NHL is not expanding. Um, Quebec City, they really can't afford the expansion fee right now. So I'm not sure where that's at. And now I don't know. I mean, with the the owner of the Owls, that I mean that maybe something could happen there. He might have some connections. That could always maybe that could be the in in Quebec City is is the the new owner in Montreal. I mean, that would be the only only hope or slim hope that something could happen. And, I mean, if people talk about public hey, stadiums, I mean, that's 
Yeah, go ahead. No, we're, we're not even going to talk about pop-up stadiums because they're ridiculous and stupid and yeah. nobody believes that they'll work. Yeah. Um, William, your, your buddy Danny Machocha, do you agree with him? Do you disagree with him? Do you think he's a lunatic? I would I would put a I would put a CFL franchise in Quebec City way sooner than I'd ever put it in fucking Halifax. Way right. sooner because if they if they if they have something that they get behind, they really get behind it. And and I know I know that Quebec is also a hotbed of 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 amateur football as well. So I think it's a no-brainer. If you had a choice between Halifax or, or Quebec, and I would think that Danny Machocha knows French, knows French and knows that area quite well because he's been there for a long time and he was born and raised there. And so, yeah, but, you know, that's just me. So still don't think it'll happen, but whatever. I mean, no, I don't think it'll Randy happen. Either, Ambro- but Randy, I'd say it's got Randy, a better Randy, chance of success. Randy Ambrosi is so focused on Halifax; it's not funny. So, good point. Speaking of our illustrious leader, Randy Ambrosi. This is the first thing that I've seen him do that actually makes sense, and I'm not sure how it happened. It had to have been somebody other than him, because there's no fucking way that it's going to do it. CFL is considering testing direct-to-consumer streaming in the U.S. market. That would mean that I get a subscription to CFL, and I can watch... CFL football on my iPad. Where do I sign up? I can't I don't know why because this hasn't been TSN done before. has an exclusive lock on Canada. It has to be done, Charles. It needs to be done. But Bell Media's current monopoly on the yeah. on the games is 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 just it's ridiculous, and they're getting away with it right now. And uh, but if they're going to do a test market streaming in the U.S., good for them. I mean, didn't Sparky tell us long, long time ago that? Um, and I'm going to – rugby in New Zealand gets like $350 million for the television broadcast rights, and they have about the same yeah, market share. That, that it, it's mm-hmm. literally comparable about the population, the market share, the everything else, but they get $350 million for the broadcast rights, and we get $50 million. If they upped that from fifty million to seventy-five million dollars, we'd have a better league. We'd be able to spend that much of more money on players 
and we'd have that much better league. Never mind 350 million. That would just blow my mind. We'd be fighting the NFL for players with money. Well, think of all the think of all the Canadian talent we could sign. Shut up. Shut up. You're just trying to piss me off now. I really like your input, Will, but right now I'm going to send you into the corner. <laughs> I, I think this is a wonderful thing. I mean, how can this not be a bad thing? Uh, looking to pro- the previous deal with ESPN, which paid them between a hundred thousand and and two hundred thousand dollars U.S. Two hundred thousand dollars U.S. And didn't Genius Genius Sports come in and say that they've got a deal for U.S. television rights four times greater than they had before? Whoopee deal! They got eight hundred thousand dollars. What are we supposed to do with that? Well, I've heard so much it's not about not even $100,000 per team. Deal, but... well, it's kind of Canadian alignment. No, yeah, and I've been hearing about it for months, how this UFTV deal is close. And, uh, and, oh, it's a bigger deal, it's a bigger deal, but yet nothing comes out. We're just still sitting here waiting, spinning our spinning our wheels. What's the big point? Don't mention it now until it's actually done. I don't, I don't want to hear that it's close again. Who cares? Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Submarines with screen doors. It's close. Okay. But, I mean, it is the future of media. That's just plain and simple, okay? It, it, everything that we know has changed in the last 10 years. Everything. That we, everything in our lives has changed drastically in the last 10 years. I mean, seriously, it, the only time, only way you could watch a movie was to go to the theater or buy a DVD. Now we're streaming. How many streaming sites are there out there? You know, Crave, Paramount Plus, Peacock, um, Netflix, uh, Amazon Prime. Any one of those could pick up the CFL and play with it. The problem with that is the problem with that is is the bro- the broadcast itself is owned by TSN. They put all the money out to have the cameras in place. They put out the the commentators. They put the production team. Everything is all TSN. TSN owns it all. Right. So why does it see a, why so, does TSN then just simply offer their own streaming only CFL package? People would buy it. Well, that's a good question. They, they, don't they? They kind of have it on, they, on their like on your iPhone. You can stream. You can pay for the extra streaming charge service. I believe you have to have no, like a cable subscription for that. 
No, I, you do not. I'm not sure. You can. You, you can. You, you can stream T. Dudes, listen. This is how I get my CFL fix. Okay. You have to subscribe to TSN, and I can get any broadcast that TSN gets puts on the air from May to November because I cancel it in November. Okay. So I can watch anything that TSN does in that period of time. It's not specific to CFL. If I just if it was just the CFL, I think it's right. fifteen dollars a month, fifteen bucks a month, and I get to watch anything on TSN. I happen to only watch CFL, so it would be advantageous to me to pay five dollars a month and only watch only be allowed to watch the CFL stuff, but they get the $15 a month from me because that's the only option I have. And there really is no other better way for me to watch CFL games. I haven't found one. So, so be it. But it's not a direct CFL. It's not a CFL subscription. Is somebody's mic making crackly noises? I was going to ask the same thing. Whatever it is, it's gone. I've been no, no, I've yep. been listening to it for the last 35 minutes. So, yes, somebody's – either it's their mic or it's a shitty wire or something. Okay. Hang on. I'm going to try something here. Okay, I have just eliminated everybody. Everybody's turned off but me. I don't hear the noise, so let's open up William. And here's William back. Okay, so it's not William. Here's Charles coming back. Charles is back. I don't hear it. This is Rudy coming back. Rudy, it's you. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, I'll get a new uh, I'll get a new thing next week. It's annoying. If it's too bad, I can just log off. But um, maybe this cord's gotta. Well, when you're not talking, when you're not talking, mute your mic. Okay. Okay. So when you want to when you want to talk, unmute it and say something. But if you're not talking, mute your mic, and then otherwise I'll mute your mic, and then when you want to talk, you can't. Okay. Okay. So you go into mute mode. Okay, so um, coming back to this uh, direct consumer streaming, uh, wonderful idea. Good for you, Randy Ambrosi. Uh, I'm sure this wasn't your idea because you probably don't even know what this means. But it's one of the reasons Genius, why reasons why Genius Sports was such an important partnership because they're not an important partner. They're, they're they work for you. You pay them money. Uh, it's a great thing, but you know what? They have to take it one step further. Right now, the majority of the fans, watchable fans, paying fans are in Canada. So we need to figure out how to make open the marketplace bigger for Canadians. 
And yes, opening it up into a larger capacity in America, I think this is really going to shock people by how well this is going to take off in America, the amount of people that are going to pay to have this streamed down there. I think it's really going to be shocking. And uh, it's really going to piss off ESPN because ESPN won't step up and actually broadcast the games that they stream them. But you have to have an ESPN subscription to do that. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out whether or not people are jumping on board on this. It's an interesting concept, and I'd love to see it be successful. So let's see what's going on with it. Okay. Um, Moving along now. Uh, Argos quarterback Chad Kelly believes back-to-back breakup wins will secure him NFL opportunities. Is that the team or him? No, for him. They, for him. I'm okay. sorry, I giggled but when I read you, that. I mean, he he did have a, a, a part of the Grey Cup victory. I mean, McLeod Bethel-Thompson kind of floundered a bit into it. One quarter, he came in. He did perform okay. Um, but it's really hard to say that he – I don't know. Yeah, giggling is a good way of putting it. I, I, I probably would have spit coffee out my nose. Um, I – I, it just seems like all we're doing right now is reading things about self-absorbed football fans or football players. I mean, the whole thing with Brandon Banks. Did you see that thing on Brandon Banks? Oh, that was so annoying. Excuse me. Although he was kind of right, but it was still annoying because he was talking He's about He's 100% himself. right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But he, he, he was right. He, but – it's not what he meant. Okay, he he, he was he, he was trying to t- tell everybody that the CFL is no fucking good because nobody's going to sign him. And what he really said was the CFL is no good because they're a mid-level team or league, and they're not prepared to do what it takes to get better. And he's trying to say that the league needs to get better by signing him. And we say the league needs to get better by dumping the ratio and doing a whole pile of other things to get better. So he's hundred percent right. I just don't think that he meant to be right. I think he, he was, it was just a, it was an extremely no, arrogant comment coming from a mediocre player. And, but you could take it either way. You could take it, you know, oh, I, and my comment was, Brandon Banks is a goof, but he's not wrong. <laughs> not in this instance, he wasn't. Rudy, go so ahead. I think Brandon Banks. I think Brandon Banks wants to stay relevant, so he's gonna say anything, and he's just throwing shit out there, and whatever sticks, sticks. And yeah, he what he, what he said was kind of right, but you know what? He's his career is pretty much over, and. Uh, He's basically irrelevant now. Um, as for Chad Kelly, he wants he wants notoriety. He wants NFL teams. He wants his name out there. I know he did a podcast with, with the Barstool guys, so he'll you know he wants the he wants the name out there, and he realizes his NFL shot is probably slim to none. 
So whatever he can do to to kind of whip up some, you know, attention for himself and if they can maybe get to the Great Cup again, I don't think it'll matter. NFL scouts don't care. They look at if he can pass, what his arm strength is like. You know, there's a reason why he wasn't drafted into the uh, into the NFL. So I don't think much has changed. So um, it'll be interesting. You know what? If he gets some attention to the CFL, I think that won't be a bad thing either. But I think he's going to fail. Cameron Wake was not drafted by the NFL. Yeah, there's always a few players. I'll just. But he was a. a I'm just just going to throw that out there. Yeah, but for every one of for one for every Cameron Wake, there's. 50 guys that weren't good weren't good enough you know that's an outlier there's your anomaly that guy and I guess Singleton to a degree but Cameron Wake is an absolute monster in the NFL but that's how does anybody miss him yeah I don't know I never read the story why But, you know, sometimes you have stuff going on. You're young, you're young, right? You're 21, 22, and sometimes you're not focused on the right things. And, you know, sometimes you get humbled by going to play in uh, the CFL. You know, you, you go to Toronto and there's 1,100 people there watching you. That, uh... so, yeah. Okay, I'm going to mute myself again. I'll see you guys. Bye. What are we talking about? Brandon Banks? No, we're talking about Chad Kelly. William, come back in, in here yeah. and talk to me about Chad Kelly, the Toronto Argonauts, yeah. and winning back-to-back Chad, Grey Cups. Chad Kelly is fucking irrelevant. He hasn't even played a football <laughs> game in the fucking CFL. And I think he's just talking for the sake of talking. Because is is he going to be the starter in in Toronto this year? He could be. He could be if they don't have anybody else. But uh, you know, I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with them having quarterback. And like every other quarterback that's come to the CFL from the NFL that thinks they're going to be a superstar, let's see. Let's see, Chad Kelly. So for, yeah, for Steen, he's, uh, and he's not a rookie. He's like 27 years old, isn't he? It's like, if you haven't made it now, buddy, I don't know if you're going to make it. Well, How about, uh, well, I'm anyway, curious where he's, he's been. A, a starter for a full season? Yeah, I know. I mean, Instead of playing got one quarter on in a Grey Cup game and start talking about the NFL? Nobody's, nobody's got tape on this fucking guy because he hasn't played. He's, okay. Will, William, yes. he's 29 years old. There you go. Denver Broncos, Indianapolis Colts, Toronto Argonauts, okay? 
You're 29 years old. You haven't had a meaningful game in the fucking CFL. You're not going to the NFL anytime soon. You got about as much of a chance of going to the NFL as 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 what's his face? Um, your your buddy who was starting ahead of you yet last year, as as Bethel Thomas, because he still thinks he's oh, going Bethel to the NFL. Thomas. Yes, he still thinks he's going to the NFL. Okay, yeah, can you say delusional? Can you say delusional? And once again, I'm going to talk about football players not being the smartest human beings on the face of the earth. And these two guys. Okay. I'm I'm looking at at the uh, his stats. Okay, career stats, and he played at Clemson and Ole Miss. And uh, just going to move on because college stats don't mean shit. So he played for the Denver Broncos for two years, the Indianapolis Colts for two years. He has zero stats. Okay, he played one game for the Denver Broncos, and he had minus one yard. His career stats in the NFL is minus one yard. Okay? One a, then his career stats in the CFL, games played 18 with Toronto, games started one. He is a grand total of... 297 yards. Two touchdowns and three interceptions. But he's probably a hell of a practice player. Yeah. Hey, you know what I just realized? If he's wow. got if he's only got um if he's got minus one rushing yards in the NFL, that means I've got better NFL numbers than he does. Because I'm a zero, even by the one. Charles is a better quarterback than Chad Kelly. Charles, you, you didn't you didn't tell me what team what team did you play for? Doesn't matter. I'm still not at minus you didn't. one. Still above him. <laughs> that remember, reminds me of a Donald Trump quote, but we'll we'll, we'll carry, carry on and move on from that one. Uh, Chad Kelly is completely irrelevant. Another, if he comes into another, the CFL and he does anything at all, good for him. I was going to say Look another team guy. Another another team guy, another team guy. If I can win the Grey Cup, maybe the NFL will look at me. Yeah, then I'm out of here. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. Wow. I, I'm having too much fun with this. They'll go down and okay. join uh, Chris Trevler has better stats. Anybody does. Minus one? (laughs) 
you know, I, the, the whole thing about this is, is that I'm sure the NFL scouts are just like going to be roaring off to see Chad Kelly because, uh, you know, he, he did so much so well last time he was in the NFL. Well, well, what makes you think is, coming up to Canada well, is going to well, make him any better? The worst thing is, say say he throws for seven thousand yards in the CFL this year. When he goes back to the yeah. NFL, he's still going to be minus one. Okay. Yeah. I don't mean nothing. I'm still ahead of him. Charles, Charles, Charles. You're my hero, buddy. You are my hero. Maybe I should okay. start for the Argos. I'm willing to sign. Riders signed. Speaking of signing, the Riders, the green guys in Saskatchewan, signed star Canadian receiver Keon Schaefer-Baker to a two-year extension. This is probably the best thing that I have heard Saskatchewan do this offseason. He's a good receiver. Considering considering he had Cody Fajardo as a quarterback, he did exceptionally well last year. Signing him up long-term for a two-year extension onto this, so he's this year plus two more. Uh, I, good move. He doesn't know who his coach and general manager are going to be next year, but good move. He's not free agent. He wasn't free agent. He was signed for this year coming up. So uh, my question is, okay, now I sometimes I'm uh, a pessimist. Sometimes I'm actually a a protagonist. I usually am. Why would he do this? He has no idea what the team is going to be like this year or next. Doesn't know who his coach is going to be. Doesn't know who the general manager is going to be. Doesn't know anything about the coaching staff. And he's got a quarterback in there that probably is better than Cody Fajardo, but not much. Um, Why would you extend yourself and lock yourself up to one team like this? Wouldn't wouldn't you wait till free agency next year and and see how many dollars you can get from Chris Jones? Because he seems to be paying a lot of money for his receivers. Why can anybody answer that, Charles? Can you answer that? Why would you do something like this? This this to me is dumb. No, I can't. nobody else is offering the um, offering him a better deal. So, well, they he's can't because the, he's under contract. He wasn't a free agent. agent. Oh, well, maybe he liked it. No, he wasn't a free agent. Yeah, maybe he liked it there, and they gave enough money to make it worth his while. Okay, now. Do you believe that he is a good uh, receiver? I do think he's a good receiver. 
Keen Schaefer Baker. Yeah, One I of do. the better ones in the CFL? So the top being Canadian a Canadian ones, for sure. receiver, well, no, 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 no. Being a Canadian receiver, he's one of the top receivers in the league. Would he make the league? Would he make the team if he was? If there was not a ratio, would this Canadian still be playing football in Canada? Uh, I mean, it's hard to say. I can't say for sure, but um, um, it's possible. He beat out a lot I, of American I mean, I, receivers. I yeah, he probably did. So I, I think there's at least a decent chance. For well, Am I going to say for sure? No, but hey, it's possible. So let's go over to CFL.ca here and go to stats and go to player stats and go to receiving. Last year, filter results. Oh, wrong year. There's no results yet for this year. Wonder why. He was eleventh in the league overall. Hmm. There was at least one Canadian higher than him. Which would have been Keon Hatcher. Yeah, I think well, he would have made the league though, even if he wasn't on, if, even if there wasn't a raw uh, I, ratio. I, I would say so, yeah. This is why I don't think. I don't this is why I don't think he would be. be if there was no ratio, um, CFL teams would be yeah. bringing in a lot more American receivers to look at. So it wouldn't be. It would be tough. You'd probably see. You would still bring them in for the simple fact that you would bring them in. Yeah, he'd get a chance to compete. But his chances would be 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 tough. Maybe one day we'll get to see. So I I'm gonna throw this out there. I did this before and if we eliminated the ratio completely Okay, completely. What if... Now, William, I'm going to need help with this. Would it be considered discrimination if we offered teams a discount on their salary cap if they had a Canadian player on their team? So what I'm saying is there is no ratio. You can have any player that you want in the face of this planet, but for every Canadian you have on the team, only half of their salary goes against the, rate, uh, the, the cap. So if you're paying him $60,000, you only get a cap hit of thirty. So then you can spend more money on better players, on higher-end players. So if you have 10 Canadians on special teams and you're taking 30 grand a pop off of them, you can spend $300,000 on your up more elite players. 
that discrimination? I don't, I don't know, know if that's discrimination. I know it's it's not very woke, though, if you do that. <laughs> I'm not very woke. Neither Don't get me going I, I on just, this transgender shit. No, no, I just, I just, I just think that um, I don't know. I don't know if teams would do that because it's all about winning. And even, even if if our theory is correct, you know, understand if our theory is correct, you know, you're only paying for half the Canadian player's salary, but is he only a quarter as good as the American guy you could get? I mean, in our theory, he is, because the Canadian is not as good as the American. So, I'm just just spitballing here. Well, yeah, but... uh, It would be intriguing to see how that would work. Well, yeah, but I, I think what would happen is is uh, is uh, Suter would get his lawyers, and and they would go after <laughs> the league. Okay, just because he can. There there would be some Supreme Court injunction on that, right? That's what I'm saying. It's probably discrimination. God, I can't stand Glenn Suter. Takes all the fun out of everything. Okay, let's uh, let's go back to this one. Um, not go back. Let's go forward. Uh, three down nations, all time CFL to NFL team. Now, get me. I'm trying to figure this out. So the number one position, which is quarterback. Okay, so these are these are players who played in the CFL and then moved on to the NFL, and they're the best players. This is the this is the all-time team. Okay, for each position. At quarterback, it's Warren Moon. Okay. And his backup would be Jerry Garcia, Jeff Garcia, and Joe Theismann. Jerry Garcia. Jerry Garcia is from the Grateful Dead. Okay, forget about that. Jeff Garcia. I said Jeff Garcia. Yeah, I corrected myself, okay? Yeah. Um, Wow. You got three quarterbacks here, not one of them Doug Flutie. Okay, at running back, a guy named John Henry Johnson, Stampeders from 1953. Backup would be Cookie Gilchrist and Alex Webster. Wow, okay. At tight end, I didn't know we even had tight ends. Dave Correct. He's more like a slot back. From the Bombers from 
Yeah. Wide receiver, Don Maynard, 1959 Hamilton Tiger Cats. With backup, a guy named Joe Horn, who was a Baltimore Stallion, Shreveport Pirate, and a Memphis Mad Dog. <laughs> that one's got to hurt. He went on to play for the um, went on to play for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, uh, Rahib Ishmael, Toronto, with a backup of Rocket. Mervin Fernandez and Billy Johnson. Yes, the Rocket. Uh, and Mike Wilson, Joe Noah Jackson. Don't they have any like current players? I guess nobody currently is any good. Wow, just defensive end. Okay, okay, okay. Cameron Wake, BC Lions. Hard to argue that one. Uh, Edward, Bob Gaines, they're all fucking black and white photos. Oh, look, there's a colored one. I'm I'm talking about the pitcher, not the player. (laughs) Shelton Quarles. You ever heard of him, Charles? I remember him. Yo, I remember him. Played for the BC Lions. Played for the BC Lions in 95, the Grey Cup in 1994. Oh, that's right. He was right after the Grey Cup. That's right. He was right after the Grey Cup. Okay. There's just nobody here. Um, Bob Jetter. Another lion from 1960. Oh, I thought you were talking about... Jake Scott. I thought you were talking about Cheddar Bob from 8 Mile. No. They, they, they had to have been seriously fucking bored to put any effort into this at all. Uh, they might have been bored. Who knows? You get to, yeah. Okay, I'm not even going to... This This has just bored me. I thought it would be an interesting article. It's not. It's got nothing to do with interest. Half the guy they never heard um, of. Yeah. I don't know who these people okay, are. Okay, so uh, moving on to our last article with 11 minutes left in the show, so you've you got to be very um, talkative on this one. Uh, everything is a competition. Ticats Orlando Steinauer won't guarantee starter job for Simone Lawrence. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't every year every position supposed to be a competition? 
Not necessarily. Well, we know that, like, quarterbacks, theory, or, yes, there are certain but, players that are going to get that position because we know they're the best that there are. But if somebody in training camp is better, wouldn't they get the job? No, you got it's got to be gameplay, too. It's going to be based on live action. Yeah. Right. So it, let, let's give me an example here. Let's just say some kid comes off the street right now for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the middle linebacker position and absolutely outshines Adam Big Hill for the, for the job. Well, Would they not I think give him the opportunity to... to to, to steal it? Because we know Adam's you long in the what tooth. You do. But in the, in the CFL, you only have two exhibition games. I mean, it's tough. You don't get enough reps to properly really even look at guys. You have to keep them on the roster and then get them some game time when it matters, and then you go from there, and you evaluate in the first half of the season, see what you have. You know, and then uh, agreed. You know, if, he, if he's if he's so that position you know. is a competition in a way, and yeah. in a way it's not right. It's kind of, yeah, okay. It's hard to say. Simone Lawrence is a linebacker with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Has been for a very long time. Plays on the edge. He's getting old. I'm not saying he's slow. I, I, I don't no. see why Orlando Steinauer would guarantee him a starting job at that position. Well, I mean, he's lucky he got signed in free agency. Especially since they also signed Jameer Thurman in the offseason, okay? And he is mm-hmm. as good mm-hmm. as Simone Lawrence, if not better, and he's younger. And he's got as much experience as Simone Lawrence has. So. Oh, Do they both play the same position? Yes. Yeah, they do. But most of, well. most of, most of Thurman's career has been outside linebacker, but he played inside linebacker with Calgary last year, and he was fantastic. So, Right. And Simone <laughs> Lawrence is outside, isn't he? No, he's more of an interior guy. Yeah. Is he? Okay. My bad. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention to him much. Maybe it's Steinhauer's way of just making sure his vets realize there's no free ride. He wants them ready to go. They weren't great last year, right? They're, they had a bad year. So maybe it's more of a message to his veteran crew. They need to be better, which isn't a bad a bad angle to, to go at things with uh, if your team was that bad last year. These are professional football players, and they are veteran football players, they shouldn't need some reverse psychology from the coach to get themselves motivated to play football. Fair, but they were were they six and twelve last year? Or yeah, they were six and twelve, right? So 
or no, I don't know, they were they made the playoffs, but they were not That's great because they're in the East. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know whether or not you can now. You shouldn't have to motivate players like that, and I don't believe that would work as a motivation for players. I, you know what, if I, if I was on that team and I played professional lacrosse, I played a lot of sports, I would be embarrassed about my play from last season. I wouldn't need any out exterior motivation to be better. And I'm nowhere near the professional players that these guys are. Honestly, I wouldn't you, – you couldn't talk to me right now. I would be so pissed off. This last six months would be hell on everybody around me. They should be committed to being better. And if they're not, then they shouldn't be coming to training camp. I mean, I just look at it on on a realistic manner is these guys are professional football players and they should go out there and play football and they should be giving it everything they can. The biggest thing that's ever pissed me off and it was had to do with hockey was the Sedin twins were being interviewed after a hockey game where they got beat badly and they were making at the time $4.5 million each per season. And he said, yeah, we didn't play very good today. We're going to have to get better. We're going to have to pick our game up a bit. You're making four and a half fucking million dollars a year. You should be going out there and playing as hard as you can every single day, every game, not just selectively the ones that you want to try. So, no, I don't, I don't believe that these guys yeah, need motivation that, in that aspect. But that, but that, no, no, but that's, that's in your world, Christopher is different today. It's different today. I know. There's a, there's a level of entitlement that I just don't understand. There's a level of... You realize, and I, I didn't realize this today, until today I was listening to... I can't remember what I was listening to, and they were talking about how, like, CFL coaches can't even phone their players in the off season. And it's closely monitored by the CFLPA. Is that because of the CBA? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, that's a farce. Well, yeah, it is. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry why? Control. What do you mean, why? Because I think it's okay uh, for a coach to check in with his players. I don't see a reason. I don't see an issue with that. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm not arguing with you, Charles. I'm going, why can't you, a coach, talk to their players? Because it's they, in they, the there's, a the, in the, there's a two-year contract. There's a two-year, I'm in a two-year, I'm in a two-year contract. It's in the, and I, it's in the CBA. You can't phone them and ask them what they're doing in the off season, if they're staying in shape, if they're working out, if they're doing any of those things. You cannot do it. And it's closely monitored that they don't do it. 
I'm confused. Yeah, I know, but that's typically your state anyways, isn't it? Yeah. If you're under contract, I, I we matter. have a contract. I own your ass. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, you don't. No, wow. No, you not don't. The, not because That's you know, not quite think it. About it Chris. Think, think about it, Christopher. During the season, they have hardly any practices with pads. Okay, it's in the CBA. Yeah, no, they've but they've admitted that that's wrong. Well, yeah, but it's in the CBA, so so you can't do just. It's not like the old days where you own them because you don't own them. You know what I mean? So, yes, I understand. It just blows my mind. Okay. Uh, this has been Let's Talk CFL podcast episode number 526. I've been your host, Christopher Jones. We got to talk football tonight, two hours of it, almost a full two hours. It was wonderful. Um, we're getting closer and closer and closer to training camp, which is kind of exciting. Yeah, somewhere in here we have the uh, uh, Canadian draft, but who cares? Um, and it'll happen, and then there'll be so so much excitement out there about the new players that are going to go make a huge impact on your team for this year or not. And uh, we'll go from there. So a minute left in the show. I'm going to pass it off to Charles. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Be safe. Charles? Uh, good night, folks. Uh, thanks for listening. Boy, the season's coming up quickly. We'll talk to you next week. And Rudy. All right. Good night, everyone. See you next week. Go Jets, go. Jets? Who are they? <laughs> Who are they? I don't they understand. They play in New York. I'm a Boston Bruins fan. What can I say? <laughs> Boston Bruins. William, say good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, go Halifax, go. And the Jets fucking suck. I still think the Jets should be be relocated to Halifax, and then this whole thing about Charles, you are bang on with this one. Okay, I appreciate that one. It was good. <laughs>